The Trinell Financial Group is an independent firm not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member FINRA SIPC. Investments are not FDIC and CUA insured. No Baker Credit Union guarantee may lose value. Welcome back to What Is Your Money Really For podcast. My name is Cody Braun. I am your host. And today we are going to be talking about what questions should you be asking your financial advisor? I know that there is many people out there that are hesitant um, to go to a professional to ask for advice because they don't know what to ask. They don't want to feel stupid. They might be in a situation where they're like, what do I do? I have Tyler Braun, a financial expert here with me today and author of Eight Things I Wish I Knew. We want to say welcome to all of you who are joining us. And if you are new, thank you so much. You are in for a great show here today. So Tyler, let's jump into this. Uh, you're a financial advisor yourself Correct. Uh, and you meet with lots of clients and you do a great job. What are some of those questions, uh, someone who's listening us to out there, that they should be asking their financial expert if somebody who has not yet met with them? What are some of those good questions to ask to really understand, is this going to be a good fit? Yeah. Uh, what do they need to know? So there's some, some probing questions that we see a lot uh, when people come in. And you, you hit the nail on the head when you said it earlier, where a lot of people, especially if they're new to this, right? They only know what they know. They don't really know what questions specifically to ask. So a lot of it comes down to gut feel and, and, you know, do you have a good relationship, a good rapport with a person? But when they're dealing with your money, right? Health and finance and, and religion are all extremely important. Sex. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that can go with the relationship side. But, <laughs> but ultimately, they're all extremely important things that you really got to do your homework with when you're diving in. So um, you know, when we sit down together, or even when you're talking to someone on the phone, you want to get a good feel for their personality, make sure that they're a good fit with communication for you. So you want to ask questions along, you know, how do you communicate with your clients? What is the expectation? Uh, or what is something that I can expect that you will do for me? So if we work together, if we have this relationship, what is the expectation? So there's an accountability metric that way. So if that person says, well, we're going to do, you know, semi-annual meetings, uh, ultimately, that's the expectation that they have then set with you, and you know that's what you can expect from them. So be before you go on there, I want to dive a little bit deeper into expectations because that's a that's a big thing, mm -hmm. right? Managing expectations, and a lot of time this isn't communicated, but actually assumed by both sides. Correct. And would you would you encourage them to for them to share their expectations with their professional? Or would you encourage them to ask the question of what expectations does the advisor or professional have of them? Well, I think that if you're working with a very good professional, they will set the, the tone or the table for the expectation for the client. Um, but if there's any gray area or any question about what is that expectation or what is that outcome that you want to achieve, you need to ask that to make sure you're both on the same page. And that's just a working relationship of any kind. You're going to have the most success if both of you have the same end game in mind, which brings me into my next question, which relates around goals. You need to make sure that they're structuring anything with your finances. If you're going into a meeting and they're immediately pulling out a product or telling you about the market or something, that's not related around your goals of what you're trying to achieve. You need to make sure that they're asking questions or you're asking questions saying, you know, what are we going to structure this plan around to help me achieve my goals? And really, you'll get the wheels turning on that financial professional on how they're laying out your portfolio to achieve those goals or achieve those 
things or items that you've put out there and how they're going to structure it to achieve them for you. And you'll be able to see the structure behind it and kind of see the math that they're working through. And that'll help all the all the parties together get to that commonality or that commonplace. So what about the question or and not even necessarily the question, but what if I don't necessarily really know what I have this money earmarked for or mm-hmm. what my goals are with this money? Maybe I'm earlier on, I got it as an inheritance and I don't really have an idea right now of what my goal is with that money. Well, I think you should ask your financial professional, what are different options that I could utilize this money for? And be very vague with it, right? So it, what what they should take you through is they should actually start running you through a sequence of questions, right? Are you seeking tax deferral? Uh, is this money that you want to set aside or earmark for retirement? Is this something that you're setting aside for a goal in the short term, in the long term? They should start dissecting all of those items for you. But really what you're doing is you can leave it very vague. What is the most efficient route for this money? Or what is some ideas that I could utilize this money for? And really trigger that financial professional to start asking questions. Um, You can ask very straightforward questions, right? Am I able to add to a Roth IRA? Right. What is the advantage of a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA? Right. Am I doing enough to achieve my retirement goal? So you can be very direct with some of these questions or very vague and leave that out there, because what that means is they need to visit that and be thinking through these questions with you. If it's important to you and it's important enough that you're asking it, it should be important to them to answer it. Okay, so there's really what I'm hearing you say is there's lots of questions that you can be asking. No, yeah. but no bad or dumb questions Not to ask your no, professional because no. you want that clarity and it's specific to them or to you, who's list listeners out there. It's your money. But if you had to say there's three questions, I'm interviewing or I'm evaluating somebody. What are those those three questions that you think would really help give them some great insight or tip the hat one yep. way or another that you should say, you should ask these three questions regardless uh, so we can narrow that down for them a little bit. I would say number one, what are your values, right? What's important to you um, and what can I expect from the relationship? That's that's one question there, right? I'm, what, go ahead. I'm glad you hit on that because, right, people do business with they, who they know, like, and trust and having those similar values will really make that relationship just more cohesive uh, and work better together. Correct. Correct. So you want them, you want them to walk you through that question. Just what are their values? What do they stand for? How do they communicate with you? Just what is that expectation? Right. Number two is how are they compensated? Right. They need to be able to outline directly with you how they're compensated, not him and how over it, or, you know, kind of beat around the bush. You want somebody that's going to be very direct and say, these are the ways that we're paid. Right. And be able to be transparent about it and see that. So how are you compensated? Number two. And then number three, what we look at is if you're saying what's the most important thing that I see, it's ultimately how are we going to work best together? And that's setting that expectation. So just setting that expectation for how are we going to have a relationship to help us achieve our ultimate goals um, together and setting that expectation between the two. And really, you're laying out your goals and letting the advisor turn around and share with you how he's going to help you achieve those goals. And that's where you're going to get that gut feeling of, okay, this is a person I can trust. This is a person that I really like what he is saying and how he's going to take me through this journey uh, of retirement. So, you know, what are they going to do to help you get to that goal is very, very important. 
We love it. All right, Tyler. So you've met with a lot of people. have been asked lots of questions. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is one of the most unique questions that you have ever been asked in one of your meetings, right? We got to, we got to share a little bit, spill the beans here of, <laughs> of some of these questions that you've experienced uh, in your meetings to let everybody know out there that, Hey, there is no dumb questions. Uh, there's, I've had a few that are off the wall. They're not, I mean, number one, one, are you married? Right. And I, I didn't know how to interpret that, but I, I am married. Right. Um, so I, I, yeah, that's when I put my left hand up with the wedding ring and we were good. Right. So number one, are you married? Uh, the, 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 the weirdest one that I've ever had is somebody wanted to see my credit score. So they wanted mm-hmm. to see my, I didn't have my credit score there. Um, I do have good credit. So I did, I pulled up my credit report actually, and I allowed them to look at my credit report, uh, with me there. And that's, um, yeah, being I'm a very transparent, transparent, transparent person with them and I have nothing to hide. So I, I was able to show them that. So it was just, that was an interesting question that I didn't see coming during a meeting. And, you know, they were just looking at it saying, well, you know, we're entrusting you with everything. We want to make sure that you have, you know, your T's crossed, and your I's dotted. Um, so that was, that was a different type of question that I got. Yeah. So there's a lot of information out there too, right? So nowadays we have access to the internet, right? And Everything is on the internet, right? So if you really want to find out some information on your financial professional, you can do that. Uh, you can search them online. There's a site called uh, Broker Check yeah. that you can go to. It will tell you if they have any outstanding um, files or claims against them. Um, and it gives explanation to those on there. So uh, that's really important. You need to make sure that you're working with somebody with high integrity and that is going to do what's right for you. So uh, there's lots of ways. Research them ahead of time. Uh, Tyler gave you the top three questions that you can be asking any financial expert. And the other thing, Tyler, I know that you also recommend uh, people to do is to, right, it's, it's, I I tell it like it's your pick in your church, right? You, Mm -hmm. You go to multiple churches to see which one best fits you because, People have a different way of doing things and yeah. there's no one size fits all and you got to fit, find what is your best fit. So we encourage people to go out there and actually meet with one or two, three other financial professionals yeah. to yeah. really get an insight to say, how do they stack up against each other? Correct. And it gives you a different feel for how, you know, different people approach their craft. So every advisor or financial planner does something a little different than the other and you're finding a good feel for what works best for you. Um, Also, ask for references. That's a huge, huge piece because what you'll find is when you're talking, and not just one reference, you want to have at least two to three clients that you're talking to from that advisor where you can have a conversation and ask a list of questions, just like I had said before. And what you're finding out is actually if that person is similar to you. Because if that person is similar to your values and what you believe and they have a great relationship with that advisor, odds are you're going to also have a great relationship with that advisor because you're a similar person with similar values to the person that was referenced. If you're not, and you're finding that this person is extremely reactive or totally different than what you stand for, and this is one of that advisor's better clients that he's referring, it's probably not going to be a good fit. So, you know, there's a lot that can be pulled from those references and from those referrals. And any advisor should be able to list off clients that he says, yeah, give them a call. I'll call them ahead of time. Let them know you're going to call and make it really easy for you to have that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So really it's, it's, you're entering into a relationship with somebody, right? Yeah. You're getting, you're getting very personable and naked, so to say, yeah, right? Financial by, level, you by are sharing naked, all that. Yeah. And a lot of times when you sit down in those conversations, you get into all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Your marriage, uh, kids, 
um, everything that's going on in your life because you need to disclose that in order for the financial professional to put together that plan that best is suited to you to really help you accomplish your goals and put you in a situation uh, where you can enjoy that better life. Um, so it is really important to make sure you're building that relationship, asking the right questions to do that as we move forward here. Well, we're going to wrap here today. I hope that this was some really good insight for you and you had some great takeaways of questions to ask. If you know anybody who is looking for a financial professional uh, and you think that this episode would be helpful for you, for them, I really appreciate if you could share that uh, and uh, pass this along. You can also rate us online on how you think we're doing on this podcast. We love feedback and we want to continue to grow and get better. Thank you so much for all of you who continue to join us. And if this is your first time, thank you for stopping in. We'll be back again next week on What Is Your Money Really For podcast. My name is Cody Braun and thanks again, Tyler, for joining us here today. The Trinell Financial Group is an independent firm not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. Investments are not FDIC and CUA insured. No Baker Credit Union guarantee may lose value.